Hi. You're listening. Oh, I'm Deirdre. And I'm Elena. You're listening listening to to I Wouldn't Say No, a podcast on Jammin' 95.5. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is 95.5 universal? Um, so Jam 95.5 was what it was when it first came to Portland. Now I think it might be 107.5. Interesting. Yeah. 95.5 is still, um, a pop radio station and it was that in New York as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got it in like seventh or eighth grade, which was perfect. Cause that was right when like, um, you know, Nelly. Ja yeah. Rule. Did they play Ricky Martin on it? Mm, no, not as much. It was like hip hop and R and B. Oh, yeah. Okay. You had to go to like Z one hundred for your Ricky Martin. One hundred point three. Yeah, that one. I That's think... not how they said it. One hundred point three. <laughs> My Z one hundred point three. Yeah, yeah. There's like an inherent like rounding, except mm-hmm. for ninety five point five because it was right in the middle. So what is it? What do they say for Z one hundred? I think they just say Z one hundred. Oh, in New York, <laughs> when I was growing up, it was Z100. Oh, I, like I just that. sang into a bottle. That was good. I, yeah. Bottle you. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Nalgene mic. I love um, it. We haven't recorded in a really long time, so we did screw up the intro, but we're sort of on a time crunch, so we're not going to fix it. <laughs> just fucking well, deal with it. I mean, also, like, how many bottles or cans can we <laughs> truly open? Okay, we can restart it. I just spilled beer down my entire shirt. We're going to keep going. Actually, Y'all, let's pause for one second. And podcasting looks like. <laughs> oh my God. We're back. We're back already. That's right. Up top break. Yeah. <laughs> the baby got a napkin. The baby is me. Um, we haven't recorded in a while, so I'm just like bringing all my flaws and bringing my full self I mean, to it's this Im- recording. It's important that our audience really knows that we're human. Yeah, and yeah. our big audience, and we did yeah. <laughs> both have a drink before we started, so, or... Things, everything's great. Yeah, everything's yeah. good. It's been like a month since we recorded. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah how you been? I've been good. How I feel like a lot has happened. Um, I went on a little mini vacation. We'll mm-hmm. talk about our vacays. Yes, yes. I think an important thing to say up top for our listeners is that we don't really have, like, a theme this weekend. We don't have necessarily a thing we did, like you've been historically noticing. Um, I would argue that we do. We have a theme. We just didn't do it together. We both went on vacation. That's true. Yeah, we have new stuff from that. We have new stuff from that, and we will be discussing yeehaw as, as a, a concept yeah. and a culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of new for me in embracing that. Yeah, it's definitely like 2019's new vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it already May? Not quite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm excited for that. I don't know what I've been doing. So besides that, um, I've, this is very stupid, but I'm going to tell you about it. Um, Go on. So I've been (laughs) watching the Canadian dollar. Yes, I saw this on the outline of our pod and I got really excited to hear Well, here's why I'm watching it. Okay. And okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I can say this because I'm ethnically Jewish. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you're not, please don't say this. But I'm being extremely Jewish. <laughs> I'm looking to purchase like a earrings from a Canadian website oh, and okay. the cost of the earrings are in Canadian dollars. Mm. Um, which of course makes the the price in U.S. dollars fluctuate yeah. a little bit, but truly by, like, a dollar or two. Yeah. But for some reason, I was like, I'm going to watch the Canadian dollar and wait until the optimal moment to buy these earrings. Yeah. Um, so Canadian dollar has been down, unfortunately, for Canada. Mm, but um, fortunately good, for you. Good for me. Yeah. I got some... I got a good bargain on those earrings. Wait, um, are they the earrings you're wearing today? She's wearing fantastic earrings today. I'm wearing, everyone. like, kind of blue beaded cool earrings today, but they're not. These are from J. Crew. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just like everybody else, How okay? I participate you? in capitalism. <laughs> um, but the earrings I got is from uh, this, like, little jewelry designer called Wolf Circus. Oh, cool. Um, and, yeah, they just make, like, minimal jewelry they're yeah. pretty nice. but i got really into watching the canadian dollar and i was like what else could i what what can i do with this knowledge nothing besides share it i mean but also now i'm imagining like an amazing 
the theme of this podcast as a whole is Ocean's 8, by the way. Um, that's a harken back to last episode. But I'm just imagining, like, some really dumb heist, kind of like in Seinfeld, where they, like, get all the cans and then drive them over to Michigan because you can return them for more money. Right. I'm just, like, thinking what you could buy in Canadian dollars. And then, like, maybe you get really into, like, the cheese curd market because, oh. like, all those hip Portland restaurants trying to sell poutine. Get I'm just from- saying. Yeah, you become, like, the cheese curd importer exporter Do they, is it come it comes from canada probably not oh but, <laughs> but yours could is you what sounded I'm so confident that's yeah because i'm a schemer yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not really i've never followed Such through on a anything schemer. um what have you been doing <sighs> wow it's been a huge week for me it and has I, I don't put that lightly it's been huge we had beyonce's homecoming come out yes my god I haven't watched it it's okay i've watched it Two and a half times, just for you. Um, <gasps> cried most of the way through both of them. Oh my god! She just ah, uh, she just brings so much joy to the world, and like you can tell how fucking hard she works just to like ah uh, bring other people joy, and like yeah. obviously her own esteem and like self worth comes from that too, as it fucking should. She's that incredible. Show, that show's recording is in Houston. No, it's it's Baychella. Oh yeah, so I assumed homecoming meant. Yeah, well, so the whole purpose of it was she was like, cool, I'm the first black woman to ever headline Coachella, so I'm going to bring, like, African-American culture to the masses, and did a homecoming, like, of, like, an HBCU as her giant Coachella headline I just got goosebumps. Exactly! I just got goosebumps. I have to watch it tonight. It's so perfect, and I'm so excited for you to see it. Um, I've seen her live twice famously. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the first time was um both times were in Seattle. The first time was where the Mariners play. I don't remember the name of other these places. But the first mm. time was where like uh the MLB plays, so like a a baseball diamond which uh was really good actually because mm-hmm. there wasn't like a bad seat in the house. And then the, uh that was when she was on the first on the run tour with Jay-Z before okay. they were publicly like, "Yes, he did cheat on me." Anyway, uh... um I hate that they have to disclose that, by the way. I mean, but also it's like a perfect marketing ploy to sell a lot of albums. And we got to see Solange beat up Jay-Z in the elevator. <laughs> and like, that was pretty amazing, too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, yeah, it is interesting, though, when you think about like how little of her public life she discloses. And then yeah. she's like, but we are going to talk about that. But also that's kind of the ultimate, like, if you cheat on Beyonce and she never tells anyone about her private life, like, that is a fuck you. Yeah. If she's like, well, we're talking about this. She also <laughs> did it in, like, the most, um, yeah, like, artistic, way. high yeah. fashion. Yeah. Um, well thought out. Yeah, well yeah. thought out way. Yeah. Um, so Homecoming's really wonderful. I honestly wasn't sure I was going to be that excited about it because I had watched um, the, cause like Coachella live streams one of their weekends, you know? So I'd already watched that. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I already saw the performance. Like, well, it was amazing, obviously. Cause she's mm-hmm. amazing. But like, it was truly Beyonce directing it. So it was like all the shots she wanted. That's it so wasn't cool. like Coachella's live stream feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. Um, Destiny's Child shows up. They let Jay-Z do a song, which was really they nice of them. let him. <laughs> I mean, let's I love be that. Yeah. Um, and then Solange comes out for like... So, um, Get Me Bodied is one of my favorite Beyonce songs Me ever. Me too. Yeah. So Solange comes out for that and they do all of the dance moves that are like part of, you know, like, it's not, it's like kind of the instrumental breakdown of the mm-hmm. song where she's like, occasionally will be like, uh, the Naomi Campbell walk or like Get mm-hmm. Low, like, you know, like, so she and Solange in like matching amazing glitter-tastic outfits with like fringe boots looking fucking incredible um just have the time of their lives and like do some choreo together and then at the end solange and her have this like huge embrace and solange trips and accidentally knocks them both onto the ground (laughs) and it's like the only you know because like everything about her is very human but like anytime you see beyonce kind of screw up you're like wow yeah she she is a human being yeah she farts and that's okay to be honest like (laughs) i love to hear her speak because i feel like with um sort of the the fandom and mm-hmm. the pedestal that she's on, you rarely get to hear her speak. Yeah. Which is maybe my only qualm with, like, the cult of Beyonce. Well, but also that's what I really appreciate about her because, okay. like, every other celebrity right now is, like, always online all yeah. the time doing everything. And I appreciate that she's like, hey, guess what? I'm more famous than 
any of you bitches. Yeah. And I'm super calculated about what I let out there because I still want some semblance of a life. Totally. Like, did you see she went to Target like three no. months ago? Yeah. And everybody was like, whoa, Beyonce's at a fucking Target. I mean, as, yeah. Um, did they close down that Target no, for her? No, not even. That's why it was just like, yeah. It, She's an enigma, and I love it. I just feel like, you know, our culture is so, like, there is no privacy that I love that she's found a way to carve it out. I think you're it's cool. right. Yeah. You're right. Um, but, yeah, so that was wonderful. Um, I saw Chelsea Peretti perform at the Aladdin, yes. which was amazing. It's always nice to see her do stand-up. I hadn't seen her do stand-up since, like, 2012 at, like, Helium Comedy Club in Portland. Um, so it was really great to see her. And then... The Blazers made it to the second round of the NBA playoffs, and it was in the most high-drama way possible, (laughs) which I would expect nothing less from Damian Lillard, especially when up against Russell Westbrook, who is famously, like, very dramatic. Uh, Dame was like, not only am I going to beat you at basketball, I'm also going to beat you at high drama. Okay, so... Okay, I have a lot of feelings. This was the first time they made it to the second round of the playoffs since 2014, um, which was a, like, buzzer beater, 0.7 seconds on the clock, right. down by two, Dame hit a three-point shot, we beat the Rockets. From, like, so far away. That one wasn't as far away as this one. Okay. Uh, that happened on this week. Um, but that was, like, a beautiful moment. I was at this bar that was so packed, we were sharing, like, a two-person table with, like, five people. Three mm-hmm. of them were strangers. And when that shot went in, I was hugging random people on the street, just, like, everyone was fucking overjoyed. It was amazing. It's a beautiful feeling. Like, that's why I love basketball. Like, it can bring people together in a nice way, and I love it. So, anyway, uh, the playoffs were looking rough ever since Nurk went down, um, and then Ennis Cantor used to be on the Oklahoma City Thunder, and, mm-hmm. like, that head coach... That's who they were playing? Yeah. Okay. And the head coach would famously always be like, oh, can't play Cantor. Like, hated Cantor. Traded him away. Always talked a bunch of shit about the dude. Is he worth talking shit about? Debatable. He's, <laughs> he's like, very online. You know, uh, opposite of Beyonce. Um, right. <laughs> and, like, kind of... Yeah. Anyway. So, he came out super strong, was super important. He had, like, 20 points and 18 rebounds in the first game. Just a big old middle finger to his former team. <laughs> it was... That was good to watch. Um... CJ was playing incredible basketball the first couple games of the series. Oh, is he all healed up? Yeah. Yeah, cool. he's been back. Um, I think he came back for, like, the last two regular season games, if I'm remembering nice. correctly. But uh, anyway, final game. We're up 3-1. This is our... Uh, we basically won the first two games. We let Oklahoma City win one game, mm-hmm. which is what commonly known as a gentleman's sweep. Because <laughs> okay. a sweep is when you lose every game. Yeah. And a gentleman's sweep is where the winning, the domineering team lets you win one. Oh, that's so sad. And, well, oh, it's perfect. It was like the perfect <laughs> fuck you. Anyway, um, and it's also worth noting that Oklahoma City is in a similar position to the Blazers. Like, ever ever since Kevin Durant left for the Warriors, Mm -hmm. OKC has not made it to the second round of the playoffs. And it's been three years for them and mm, five years for us. But, yeah. (laughs) That was five years for everyone (laughs) who didn't hear. Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, sixth game, or, sorry, fifth game. We're back in Portland. We're going to have to go to Oklahoma again. Schlep all the way to Oklahoma again. We're all going. (laughs) Yes, all of us. It's a big plane. Um, and so it's like, if we don't get this win, like, it's just going to fucking draw out the series and, Mm. um, we're down 15 points with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. CJ has been on the bench or he had to sit out most of the first half because he got three fouls, like right up top in the first quarter. So there was I can't believe you remember all of this. I'm just staring at your time. (laughs) Just like a photographic memory for basketball. So anyway, we're down 15. CJ's back in. Dame's back in. Dame paid, played like all but like three minutes of this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're down. We're eating shit. And guess who shows up at the Moda Center? I don't... Beyonce? Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, yeah. is he okay? Well, I mean, his leg is still very broken. Yeah. But he just got on those crutches and no, he, he probably took a cap. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so he like, with three minutes left in the third quarter, was like, oof, this is looking rough. I better go in and support my dude. Emotionally support. Yeah, so then he showed up, touched a couple people's heads during huddles. Maybe just Dame, whatever. And so anyway, we get it back. We 
come back from a 15-point deficit, and we tie the game, and there's, like, 17 seconds left. Also, the last shot attempt that the Thunder got to take was Russell Westbrook just sucking, so that felt good. Um, (laughs) But then 15 seconds left, like, mm, definitely enough time to, like, run a play, but instead Dame just, like, slowly dribbles right near the half-court line with Paul George on him, who's, like, an amazing perimeter defender, and then steps back and sinks a 37-foot three-point shot, which, like, no one in the NBA has any business making except for, like, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. Like, they're the only people that can Mm -hmm. make these shots. And, of course, he made it, and it was fucking beautiful. And he just waved, like, the little kid wave where, like, your hand is, like, trying to clap on itself. (laughs) He did, like, the little kid wave at the Oklahoma City bench, just silent fucking stone cold face that just like bye so bitch good. and then he didn't even smile just like got tackled by everyone the tackle like that picture was like memed everywhere like on everyone's social media at least that i follow yeah um, but the best part of it was like al farouk aminu was stuck at the very bottom of the dog pile he has Cute. like all of these giant giant NBA players on top of him and you can only see a quarter of his face and he's just smiling so big and he's like I'm still real happy to be here even though I can't feel my toes (laughs) I didn't realize like how I mean I know it's like kind of silly to be like I didn't realize how many people watch basketball but like no totally that like I didn't watch the game I don't watch Blazers games but like I was on Instagram and just like a thousand people posted that and I was like, oh, people really care. Yeah. And I'm happy I know. Yeah. I'm glad um, you know too. Yeah. I have two sort of non-sports related NBA updates. Yeah, please. Um, for our audience. <laughs> I'm also very, yeah. How <laughs> I didn't they share NBA, these but... with you. Okay. Uh, I just remembered. <laughs> One, I saw um, photos of Yusuf Nurkic with rescue dogs. And he's Aww. wearing very uh-huh. ornate pants and a very ornate jacket. Yes. But he's also like hugging and playing with all of these rescue dogs. Yeah. Um, and it was repost it was posted by One Tail at a Time, mm-hmm. which is um a rescue that's based in Portland. That's where I got my doggie from. Yeah. yeah. They they have another one outside of Portland, but I don't remember where it oh, is. Oh, it's in Chicago. That's okay, the original cool. one. Yeah. So I saw they posted photos of him like coming to visit rescue dogs and I was like, oh it's basically what he did for the Blazers in the fourth Feelings. quarter. <laughs> I know, I know. Just like lifted spears. And second of all, I was at Sweet Hereafter with a uh-huh. friend of ours, and um, there was a game on, and it wasn't a Blazers game, and I didn't realize that, like, they just play basketball there. I mean, during the playoffs, they do. I don't think they do during the rest of the so, year. So, yeah. I realized I have my first NBA crush. <gasps> who? Can you guess who it is? It's it's not the Blazers. Oh, wait. A crush on a team or a person? A person. What team? Oh, I don't Can know. I know uh... Oh. <laughs> Um, let me look it up. No, it's okay. He has a huge beard. Oh, no. James Harden? Yes. That is disgusting. Why? He's so cute. Is he bad? He's horrible. He's a villain? No, he's, like, good at basketball, but he's definitely a villain. Oh, no. But that's okay. It takes all types. Carrie told me she thought Paul George was cute, and I was like, we are literally playing them. How dare you? (laughs) So, he's, like, the number two, or arguably number one star in the Oklahoma City. Why is James Hart, I feel kind of defensive of him, because afterwards, I'm going to call out our friend Zach Malin. (laughs) I disclosed my feelings, and he sent me a bunch of pictures of him without a beard. Oh, yeah, without the beard as well. He doesn't look great. He doesn't look great without yeah. the beard, and, like, I guess he sort of got either braces or veneers, so, because mm, his teeth yeah. are really straight uh-huh. now, but also when he didn't have the beard, like, his teeth were a little gangly, yep. um, and I thought that was, like, male-on-male hatred. Wow, um, okay. But, That's fair. But That's why fair. is he a villain? Is he bad? So... Without making me hate him. You don't have to hate him. He just... He's been... I would argue he's been really instrumental in, like, repopularizing. Like, he brought flopping to try and draw a foul into the 21st century. What does that mean? (laughs) What what in the world are you talking about? So, so part of, like, NBA strategy is trying to get fouled. Because, like, depending on where you're at in the game, if the other team has too many fouls in the quarter and you, like, just bump into someone the ref can call it as a foul and then you get two free shots. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's, it's just like, it's a good, it's good to get fouled. It's not good to foul, but okay. it's good to get fouled. And James Harden 
is very dramatic about it and will just flop all over the damn floor. Oh my god, I feel like we're a match made in heaven. (gasps) Yeah. No. I wonder if he's a Scorpio. (laughs) God, probably. I I would love love that. I love Scorpios. (laughs) You're married to a Scorpio. I know, and we are two Scorpio moon air signs just chatting. I know. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that was that was the Blazers. Um, we're either gonna play the Spurs or the Nuggets, and really either one's good for me because if we play the Nuggets, I get to say "Blaze the Nugs" for like a oh, week and no. a half. Oh no, I love it. <laughs> We've been saying that for years, Elena. Uh, and then if we play the Spurs, um, I get to admire Greg Popovich, their head coach, who's wonderful and like literally the best thing in the NBA, and he's great. And he's been like, sounds like a delicious pastry. Popovich, Popovich yeah. yeah. Also, he's he's great. I wish he was my grandpa. He's, like, very old. Anyway, um, and then we also get the drama of LaMarcus Aldridge mm-hmm. coming back to the Moda Center, and everyone just booing. Nice. I, oh, fuck that guy. I think I want to go to one of those games. Oh, you we do, but damn, it's expensive. <laughs> um, so anyway, moving on from the NBA, because here's the best part of my week. I went and saw my mom. Oh yeah, yeah. Once on my mom this morning. I love Mary. Did she make me a grilled cheese sandwich? She wanted to. <laughs> what? But I had to say no because I have a temporary crown right now, and biting into things doesn't work. Right oh. up top. Really? Yeah. That's uh-huh. a fake tooth. That's a fake tooth. Looks real to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, when they did it right before I left, I was like, "Hi, I have a lisp and a whistle because they made it really <laughs> short." Actually, I'm really sad. <laughs> I'm really sad because we were suppo- supposed to record. Like earlier last week, uh-huh. and Deirdre was like, "I've got a little bit of a list, so I don't know how it's going to sound." And I was, I'm sorry really, to all the listeners. That's, I was no, funny. I was excited about it. I don't hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, I go and see my mom, and the first thing she says is, "I bought some cheese for your friend." <laughs> so, uh, she bought my friend Tommy cheese made out of cashews. Aww. Does he eat dairy? Yes. But is he allergic to every nut besides cashews? Also, yes. So she saw cashew cheese and was like, well, Tommy needs this. This sort of like goes back to the idea of your mom learns one fact about oh, someone absolutely. and then like hardcore yeah. goes in yeah. on figuring out how well, to incorporate it. So guess what another fact she learned is. What? That we have a podcast. Hi, Mary. Shout out to Mary. She's, <laughs> she, she's not listening, right? Uh, she said she asked me if she could or could not. Oh, that's Because really she loves sweet. to respect my boundaries, which I really appreciate. Hell and yeah, Mary. And I was like, I've only said good things about you on here, like how you love butts. I, and... want, I want her to listen. And I talked about us seeing Magic Mike together, yeah, sort exactly. of. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, anyone who finds out that we have a podcast who is sort of like, not like a parent figure, but like like older, or I'm like, they're going to think this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like kind of mumble the name and then I'm yeah. like yeah you'll find it on Instagram yeah. not where you find podcasts yeah. but um I just sort of do some bad PR yeah. so she, well, I hope she listens yeah I think she'll be I think she'll be a friend of the pod maybe we can have her on an up sometime She'll'll I would love, love that, that. Yeah. I would yeah. be really nervous but <laughs> it's okay I did want to mention that um that same that same night that I found out about my NBA crush, I was hanging out with our friend Chris. Not an episode will go by without me talking about her. <laughs> what up, Chris? What up, Chris? <laughs> um, but we were sitting around a fire and there were like uh there was like a fire pit and there were two guys on the opposite side of it and I realized it was like talking about eating butt like really <laughs> loudly and they were I don't know. I feel like they heard, and it made me really uncomfortable. I mean, it's um, 2019. If you're not talking about eating butt, are you living? Are you breathing? I don't know. I'm not even saying you have to eat butt. I just feel like everyone's talking about I it. I know. We gotta <laughs> at least mention it. Um, I want to bring something up. Do you notice my new water bottle? Yeah. Okay. So, I have a new Nalgene. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted Thanks to for checking up. with me before you brought it up. Yeah. Well, okay. So, when I bought this Nalgene, I was like, I need to drink more water. I need a bigger container that's not heavy. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to get a hydro flask because... Um, they don't want to lo- spend 60 fucking dollars on a water bottle? <laughs> a. B. I would get their, like, little coffee tumbler or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't um their logo looks like the juggalo hatchet man to me oh i can see that yeah and so i don't really want to mess with that i don't love it okay um so i was like i'm getting an algene it's cheap so i google nalgene just because i don't know i didn't go to nalgene.com <laughs> and like 
Did you learn about all the cancer that used to give people? This used to give people cancer? Oh, no. Well, it's, B- <laughs> it's BPA-free now. Now it is. Oh, yeah. it the used old to just ones, be, yeah. like, straight-up plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I learned about the history of Nalgene, which oh, okay. is, like, it's developed. it was developed in, like, it was, like, a test tube company. Oh, okay. Um, And so, like, all of, like, the scientists and stuff that would, like, use the test tubes would go hiking and, like, bring them with, like, lids. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, whatever. It's boring. Who cares? Um... <laughs> But you cared. I you cared. Did the research. Well, no, this is what I did research about because I Google Nalgene and in my search results is like a thing that's like Gorpcore is the new yes. like fashion trend that's taking the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, of course, before I like go buy my Nalgene, I click on this article um, from like New York Magazine or The Cut or whatever. Okay, yeah. And it's a whole article about Gorpcore, which is this affiliated with Goop? No. Okay, thank you. It is, however, sort of this natural evolution of normcore. Do you know what normcore is? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so for those listening (laughs) who don't know, normcore is kind of... I don't even know how to describe normcore. It's just kind of like wearing basic-ass items, um, like white New Balances and sort of like mom jeans and a white t-shirt and like... A dad hat and like that's fashion. Why is that not norm? Wait, are, is that still norm? That's norm core. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and so, like, and I think the reason that it's trendy, as like with most fashion that's kind of ugly, mm-hmm. is because like young, beautiful people yeah. are wearing it, and right? Can, like, and they look good in anything. So, exactly. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. it, you know, when you see Jerry Seinfeld, you're like, that looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a beautiful 22 year old puts it on and you're like, wow, you're hot. Yeah. Um, but, but that, so, Gorpcore, do you know what Gorp is? I assume you might because you grew up in the Pacific Northwest. No, I don't think I do. Stands for good old raisins and peanuts. Ugh. It's a type of like trail mix <laughs> that like hikers okay, would bring. Wait, can we do a quick circle back to my mom though? Because yeah. that did remind me. So growing up, my mom made this thing called Cool Slaw. Uh-huh. Did it feature raisins and peanuts heavily? Absolutely. Cool slaw? Yeah. It also was, like, technically a slaw. Okay. Um, I say technically. Um, because I thought that's what coleslaw was, because no one ever bothered to teach me the difference. And I loved cool slaw, because it was, like, carrots, raisins, peanuts, apples, little yogurt sauce. It was good. Was there cabbage? I don't even remember if there was cabbage or no not. No cabbage. I don't even think there was cabbage. Yeah, that's so risque. like, yeah, barely a slaw. Yeah. But that's what I thought coleslaw was. Uh-huh. So then my first time, you know, where coleslaw was aside, and I, my mom wasn't there, and Aww. I was able to order, I was like, yeah, I'll take coleslaw. And then, like, clearly someone else's, like, parents were paying for it, because I was, like, eight. Yeah. Didn't have a job yet. <laughs> Classic me. Slacker. Slacker, yeah. Um, and I just remember being mortified, being like, this is... Not the same. Mayonnaise. Where are the peanuts? Where are the raisins? <laughs> I love those moments of, like, realization. Yeah, of, like, my whole life has been a lie. No one ever told me what coleslaw was. I'm surprised your mom didn't feed you gorp. I mean, yeah, this basically was. This okay. was the gorp equivalent of coleslaw. Did you guys take, like, um, like, we trail have... mixes and stuff on hikes? Yes, but we never had, uh, like, chocolate chips in it. We always had carob chips. Do you remember Sounds when good. they were trying to make carob a thing? Not really, because my family is, my my yeah. parents are immigrants, so they're like, trail mix isn't food. Yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> they're is... like, take borscht on a hike, you'll be fine. Um, Sorry, my, back to Gorp. No, 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 my family oh, okay. actually has like a whole like, nut drawer. Yeah. It's a drawer full of like, cashews, pistachios, walnuts. Hell yeah. Peanuts, because my dad loves to snack. I yeah. get my love of snack from him. Hell yeah. Um, and so, like, I am really jealous of that, but they don't hike. <laughs> That's, like, a thing they don't do. Okay. So, anyway, this article um, is talking about how, like, sort of the evolution of Normcore is now beyond these sort of um, very plain, basic items. Mm-hmm. Things that are in fashion are, like, have you noticed the rise of, like, Patagonia fleeces? Oh, like, absolutely. the teddy ones. Yeah. Um, Tevas, Birkenstocks, yeah. um, sort of like Columbia windbreakers. Yeah, no, I'm I, trying like, to think of... The more you tell me about this, the more I'm like, I definitely know some Gorp core people. Yeah, yeah. like people who will, who will wear, but it's interesting because like, so living in the Pacific Northwest, that's like, 
how that was people... its own section of people. Right. Yeah. Like, that's how people dress here. Yeah. And I definitely had, like, a friend or two growing up who was sort of in, like, a hippy-dippy family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who... I was that kid. You were that kid. kid. Yeah. He, but, like, in New York, this kid, like, wore Burks or Tebas mm-hmm. and, like, um, sort of long sleeve tie-dye shirts Ooh, yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of those weird, like, semi- to me, they feel like kind of semi-racist ponchos that are oh, like... I never fucked with those. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? My parents had enough sense to be like, nope. <laughs> right. So We're like, not doing those. And I remember just being like, he is the most uncool person I've ever met. Like, <laughs> so deeply uncool. Yeah. But when, when I moved here, I was like, okay, people wear this. It's like, it makes sense in Portland. It makes sense with like the activities that happen here yeah. and like how people live their lives. Mm-hmm. Now, this like trend is sort of like um has spread like through the fashion industry yeah so like for example i'm imagining a miranda Priestley monologue where she's like oh you think you just chose that serulene patagonia puffy, <laughs> puffy vest Sorry, yeah 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 <laughs> well and also oh fanny packs are a part of that too oh, mm-hmm. so yeah. like it's really interesting because there started to be these people on instagram who like don't live here or like live here but are definitely like three years ago we're just wearing like the fanciest pointy boots and like super trendy stuff who are now wearing like socks and um columbia like water sandals and a patagonia and some running shorts and are like i am fashion yeah um so it's interesting because i don't really think it's bad like the article was talking about how people sort of feel more inclined towards, like, environmentally friendly or conscious brands. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, if you're buying from Patagonia, that's a good thing. Totally. Yeah. Or, like, Columbia or, you know, like, sort of, like, minimizing, like, how much money you spend on clothes yeah. and, like, having it be plain. But again, like, the reason that, like, people are able to pass it off as fashion is because, like, they're young yeah. and their, like, bodies are thin yeah, or, exactly. you know, unattractive. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, this looks fucking cool. Yeah. But... Um, so you know the shoe company Keep? They make this, like, really ugly water sandal. Wait, not Keen? Keen, Keen, Okay, Keen. okay, yeah, yeah. Keep I know is Keen. also, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Keen makes this, like... Oh, I, yeah. Pretty... Have I had a pair of those? Yes. Do I'm Mary th- and Larry wear them hiking? Absolutely. I love that. Well, I'm gonna get a pair of Tevas this summer, and you can... Tevas are comfy! Yeah. Yeah. I want to fucking go to the river. Anyway, yeah. so Keep have these, like, quite ugly water sandals. Um... And Gucci, so, like, thing is, oh, all God. of these yeah. fashion brands are now starting to, like... Didn't Gucci cap- just give us the blackface sweater, or was that Dolce & Gabbana? Oh, who the fuck knows? It's one of them. <sighs> yeah. I don't think it's Gucci. It must have been Dolce & Gabbana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get those two confused. Maybe it is so Gucci. I don't know. <laughs> but they released a shoe that's, like, the Gucci version of the Keen water sandal, Ugh. um, but Ugh. with, but like in multicolors Ugh. and, you know, $900. Yeah. Um, and so Keen sort of did like a fun, um, like they did it, uh, Gucci did a campaign with like a bunch of different legs wearing the shoes and uh-huh. Keen did like a nod to them with like a bunch of different versions of their shoes that look identical um and like a dog or something yeah. anyway the point is i'm just like it's really interesting to see these fashion brands starting to make like fashion t-buzz or like you know <sighs> like teddy coats or pullovers that look like patagonias but this, like for 700 dollars so upset because that was what i was forced to wear as a kid yeah i was and it was not cool no i felt like it, i had to like fight to get a pair of jeans when I was in sixth grade. Cause it what was pants like, would you wear? Well, I, I went to Catholic school, so I had to wear uh, a uniform, and it was navy blue, like, you know, chinos. Yeah, <laughs> It was yeah, horrible. Yeah. Um, but, like, so we had free dress day every once in a while, and also, like, I'm not wearing my uniform on the weekends. Yeah, what would you wear? I just got, uh, do you know Hannah Anderson? No. It's like a little kid, hippy-dippy Swedish company Uh um that's now at the mall the very same mall we got cheesecake factory from so once again my mom is a trendsetter yeah we knew that um we'll all be eating cashew cheese by next week i I swear to god no cashew cheese is really good yeah um so anyway she uh i had to wear that i had to wear so much patagonia and like my mom was kind of single mom in it and like 
raising me and two teenage boys. And so when she found one thing that fit me, mm-hmm. she would buy like two or three of it. What kind of pants were they? In the next they? couple sizes. Um, like like ripstop or like leggings. Like a ripstop is like, I'm like the kind of pants you'd see on a hike where you're like, damn, that person really hikes. <laughs> oh, like are they sort of like... like snow pants but like thinner and yeah. like maybe they convert yeah. into shorts yep absolutely yeah yep <laughs> yeah patagonia makes some if patagonia mm-hmm. or hannah anderson made it i wore it as a kid um like and we did didn't you even get, like tormented for that i mean that was the thing about catholic school is with like the same 25 people k through eighth grade so mm-hmm. i didn't get made fun of that bad because everyone knew each other so well that mm-hmm. it was like yeah she's always dressed like that but like Oh, God, all I wanted was to dress like Posh Spice, and instead I was Gorpcore before it was even a thing. Yeah, well, it's cool now. Yeah, okay, cool. Now, yeah, now I can show, and admittedly I was thinner because I was eight years old. So I can show pictures of people and be like, wow, who's this model? (laughs) Put her in your next Gucci campaign. Yeah, please ignore the fact that it has a little date on the bottom corner that says 1997. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, two-minute break, and then we talk about Yeehaw. Yeehaw! All right, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all soon. Yeehaw. And we're back. We're back. Yeehaw! I peed. Uh, <laughs> as always. Okay, we're talking about Yeehaw. This is, um, what what is Yeehaw? What does it mean to you and me? Just speak so, for both of us. Back to Beyonce. I would argue that was, like, a cultural catalyst. The song uh, Daddy Issues Mm -hmm. um, was very much like, hey, remember how the South and a lot of, like, Western culture, like, cowboy culture very much had, like, black people in it, too? Well, it's mostly been written out of how we remember it, you know? Yeah. And so, like, she made a song that I would argue is maybe even more Zydeco than it is, like, country western. But that's a different question, different topic. But Mm -hmm. uh, she made a song that was, like, her first kind of, like, foray into um, country western. And that was, you know, back on Lemonade. Uh, But I think that it's still, that kind of kicked off, that, like, I wouldn't say kicked it off, but it gave little Nas X. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and, and obviously like more has happened since then. What's interesting is that like, I sort of imagine that like everyone I know knows about this the same amount that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was posting some goofy memes on our Instagram handle and um, some people like messaged me and were like, what is this? Is this a real thing? Yeah. Yeehaw. So, so for context for folks that don't know, I would say that, like, this has kind of been on the rise, but, like, it really yeah. came to the culmination um, about a month ago, a few oh, weeks ago. Yeah, I would say, like, I- I'm saying January 2019. I'm saying, okay. like, 2019 is the year of Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeah. So suddenly you start seeing in your text messages the smiley emoji with the cowboy hat. Which I would like to say last year I tried to claim as the lesbian emoji. Oh. And there are text messages to prove it. But Didn't happen? Fine. Didn't okay. happen. I don't have a strong enough brand presence. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. So people sort of started like <laughs> using that to channel like a carefree, fun, like, can you believe I said that energy? Yeah. Would and you I, say that's accurate? Yeah. And I also think it should be noted that um, Yeehaw is also queer culture like yes. it's not just like african-american like reclaiming that like they were absolutely part of like western culture mm-hmm. but um a lot of queer people have been like fuck yeah yeehaw so this is all <laughs> happening on the internet yeah online like this isn't really <laughs> in person yeah. but it's sort of like starting to happen in person so yeah so I then think... like the mitski album be the cowboy literally yes. in the title be yeah. the cowboy yeah. yeah, you start seeing, like, little references of it, but it all kind of comes to this, like, boiling point when um, Lil Nas X, who is a producer and a rapper, comes out with a song called Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. And... He makes it on the Billboard charts. Number one, of, right? Of, well, not quite. Of country. He starts climbing the country charts. Climbing and it. gets okay. banned. Not mm-hmm. banned, but, like, kicked off the yeah. country charts. Yeah. Um, because someone, what, some old white dude was like, what in tarnation? Right. <laughs> so it, like, clearly seems like, and it is, like, 
an act, I would say, of, like, racism. Yeah. Because it is a black person making country music. Yeah. And, yes, the song has um, influences from, like, trap music. And it's not yeah. pure, and this is in quotes, country. Yeah. But it has so many country elements. And also, what is country at this point? Right. It's, like, there's all the, like, the screaming cowboy meme. Like, that is a techno song. That's not a fucking country right. song. Sorry. But <laughs> when it's made by white people and they're wearing exactly. a cowboy hat, yeah. that can be on the country yeah. station. Yeah. So he gets kicked off um, the, the country charts. And he, like, I don't remember if he specifically called out Billy Ray Cyrus or he was like, hey, somebody, like, help me. I don't I don't remember what it was. Yeah. that, But, like, the internet was furious, yeah. rightfully so. Absolutely. Right? Um, Billy Ray Cyrus sees all of this, reaches out to Lil Nas X. They make a remix with Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. on, on the song. The song is fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> some might say it slaps. Probably I not. I think, yeah, you could say it slaps. Yeah, the song also, slaps. I will say as recently as yesterday, Carrie did just confuse slaps and snaps again. <laughs> so our youth delegate outreach, maybe it might, it might not be working. Sorry, yeah. but continue. So the song slaps. Um, it's really, really good. It is fucking number one on the Billboard charts. I did check um, before we met up, not on the country charts. Out of, with Billy Ray Cyrus, who is like a famed country artist, they won't let it back on because of course if they did, they'd be like, yep, we sure are racist. They'd have to eat their own hats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they don't want to do that. The Um, hats are far too big. Yeah. So like this song is so popular and you're like seeing this outpouring of like all of this kind of like um, queer and like black culture reflected in like yeah we're all like yep we'll take that song yeah 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 yeah. and also it's just like a dumb like radio song like it's it's a good song such a good song um so Deirdre and I will both talk about our vacations but I'm just going to mention mine really quickly because yours had big yeehaw mine is so like so Doug and I went to celebrate um our one year wedding anniversary in McMinnville, Oregon, which is a town in wine country in Oregon, which is like super close to Portland. It's like 50 minutes away. Um, And I listened to Old Town Road the whole way down, um, which Doug was like, why do we need to listen to this more than once? Because you were manifesting the yeehaw energy. And there were so many cows and there were so many horses. Um, Literally, like that whole weekend was yeehaw for me. We stumbled upon um, a bluegrass band playing at like a brewery That's and pretty on brand. Yeah. yeah and then we were like sitting and drinking coffee one morning and like a full horse just like <laughs> trotted down the street and then back and yeah. i was like it's everywhere the inter- <laughs> okay. what, what came first the art or the in the life or the internet in, in mcminnville probably the horse came first <laughs> i know and i think it's when i don't remember what it's called when you like uh, learn a word and then start yeah. seeing it everywhere totally. and that's kind of what i'm having with yeehaw, yeehaw. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah and yeah. i'm like and you know being like from the east coast i'm like i'm not used to seeing that it's so true. now i'm they like famously banned every horse this that side <laughs> of the mississippi besides police horses <laughs> yeah. it's oh, really God. sad yeah <laughs> mm. yeah we saw some horses in mexico but they they looked bummed out. Deirdre went on vacation. I did. Out. I also went on vacation. Um, it didn't have yeehaw energy, really. So back to the yeehaw yeah. for a second. Um, I was trying to also figure out, like, what is the starting point? And I feel like the like what you mentioned about, like, Beyonce and sort of, like, being proud of the South and, like... Um, With all its many flaws. Yeah, like the poverty and the conflict and, like, the things that have previously been regarded as, like, not appropriate as, like, according to respectability politics and stuff. Um, I feel like A Star is Born, like, earlier last year, because it became, like, so famous, was, like, kind of another piece of it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga has so many not-straight fans. But also, like... Wow, that's such a funny person to be yeehaw. But yeah, I know. Go on. Go I on. don't feel like yeah, she no, was no, yeehaw. No, for sure. Like I and and I'm ready to join the conversation. <laughs> I literally took a day off work last week before like going on the trip to McMinnville and I was like mental health day and the only thing I did was watch a star is born because I hadn't Which seen will it. Which ruin your mental health. It's I, very sad. It is really sad. I did <laughs> overall I think really enjoy it. That's good. Um and I thought like 
the songs in it were pretty good. And the thing that I was surprised by was like, I was fully ready to hate Bradley Cooper's character. uh Um, and I thought that his character was like very nuanced. Anyway, uh, everyone talked about the six months ago and I'm like, here talking about it. It's okay. I still famously haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, But I will say that, like, I thought there were some good, like, country songs in in that movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder if, like, that movie being so popular last year and, like, sort of, like, with Lady Gaga's fan base, like, it, it's like this, I don't know, it's like this weird, like, undercurrent of seeing the South yeah. again. I think that that also in- invited queers to the yeehaw party uh-huh. because That's insane. i've heard rumor that. that beyonce was actually his first choice <gasps> and not Lady no Gaga. yeah in a star is born yeah <gasps> which also like bitch she's too much of a star i wouldn't have worked but that's fine it's very good that he didn't get it it would have seemed she, yeah it would have seemed like way more contrived yeah. yeah yeah but i and i and i haven't done my research on that i just heard it on another yeah, yeah, podcast yeah. that she was the first choice so yeah <laughs> I can't imagine that. But I also don't really, like, recognize Lady Gaga in it. And unfortunately, like... Well, we both famously have Lady Gaga facial blindness. I don't... You don't understand what she looks like? No, I don't. (laughs) Like, I do, but I don't. Every scene... (laughs) Because she, like, wears such ornate costumes and, like, makeup in her performing life. Um, In the movie, I don't really understand what she looks like. Well, and then I... Okay, so I just got... A personal note on my life, I just got really into Real Housewives of New York. Yes. And um, Dorinda dressed as Lady Gaga, and she's like a 52-year-old woman. Uh-huh. And she looked like Lady Gaga. And really? I was like, is that Lady Gaga or is that Dorinda <laughs> from Real Housewives? I'm not sure. So I'm just saying, like, when you're such a chameleon, like, what is your brand besides being a chameleon? Yeah. Like, yes, I know it wasn't Lady Gaga, but also, like, Spitting image. <laughs> yeah, her her costumes in a way are like more famous than yeah. like what her actual yeah. face looks like. I mean, like. a meat dress. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> so that was weird, and I kind of hated that I didn't understand what Lady Gaga looks like. Mm-hmm. Still, um, <laughs> but and then I was thinking like, okay, like Southern hip hop's been. I've loved Southern hip hop yeah. since I was like in high school. Yeah. So like, um like nappy roots and like ti and um like outcast but then you think outcast and you're like you just went straight alien with it yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but like that that wasn't really like that never like made like a southern culture or like cowboy culture blow up yeah and suddenly it is yeah Yeah, oh we should talk about some some cowboy memes too well yeah i think my favorite one of all time is Clippy. For those who don't know, who is Clippy? I mean, Clippy is... if you Did you have a computer in 1993? Well, as you can imagine, since I was wearing... <laughs> since I was wearing exclusively Patagonia, we were an Apple family. But mm-hmm. yes, I did use <laughs> Microsoft operating systems at points in my past, and yes. You had an Apple computer in the 90s? Yeah, dude. Holy shit. <sighs> you should... When Mary Lyons is going to make a purchase, she is going to do her research and she's going to be like, yes, it's more expensive, but it's higher quality and that's what I'm about. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had like a super old Mac computer when I was like a little kid and I played Math Blaster on it. It was dope. But then all my friends had like, you know, Windows and I was like, the games are better on there. And like, they have pinball. You don't get Clippy. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't get Clippy. Maybe that's why I like the Clippy one so much. Okay. So the name. But it's Clippy wearing a hat. What kind of hat? I mean, a cowboy hat. (laughs) And he says, yee, and I cannot stress this enough. Ha. And And why is that so special to you? Anytime you say, and I cannot stress this enough, in the middle of a word that doesn't mm-hmm. need to be interrupted, of course I love sort it. Sort of like a split infinitive, you're like putting an emphasis. Yeah, and also like, I'm a wordy bitch. Like, <laughs> I love when people talk too much. <laughs> and that's why we have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, my favorite one is sort of a spinoff meme. Um, and God, I wish I wish I could just show everyone a picture. I know. But So what's like... <laughs> 
you know this better. What's like the YouTube clip of like the old cowboy singing in the sky? Screaming cowboy. If screaming you just, cowboy. Literally, if you Google screaming cowboy, I think that'll come up. Okay. Yeah. So it's like an old guy and he is like translucent on the yeah. sky and he's screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, someone took like a big fat fluffy orange cat um who also looks like it's screaming put a cowboy hat on it and sort of put it in that yeah. image That's and a like meme. oh it's so fucking good and yeah. it's like very deep and i don't understand why it's meaningful it literally <laughs> means nothing but it's perfect but at the same oh yeah the just like the emotion that that yeah. cowboy can evoke <laughs> it like i will sometimes come home on like after a long shitty week of work yeah. and just like play that video really <laughs> loud and just like be and scream along with them. Do you have a favorite like <laughs> use of that meme? Cuz I feel like people often will use that meme to like relay how much they're loving a certain thing. Oh, for me it's not love, it's usually exasperation. Really? Or relief. It's oh. one of the two. Do you have like a favorite meme? Sorry to put you on the spot. You favorite don't have meme to. of all time? No, no, no. Like favorite meme of that in use. I was so like so scared. People will, <laughs> you know, people will use that and be like, "My feeling when?" Or like, yeah. I think he's too universal for yeah. me. I don't yeah. know if I have a special favorite. Use I feel of that because he's just. It's just screaming cowboy. <laughs> it's just like that. Is we should meme. talk about the Tarnation meme, too, because that yeah. was kind of new to me. Yeah, you had never seen that meme. I that hadn't. Yeah. I hadn't. Um, we have a friend Slack, and, like, everyone was sending Tarnation memes. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I get really stressed out when, like, memes sort of go through those few iterations, mm. and I don't know how they got there yeah, or, like, like, what the origin wait, is. Wait, someone stop and explain it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, like how, do we get, how do we go so far? Okay, yeah. so where does Tarnation come from? I only know it from previously mentioned in the pod, Zach Malin. Yeah. Okay. He, I, I don't know the origins of the meme other than I was like, what in Tarnation? And then it just became a, like, rhyming game, basically. Yeah. And then but there, just... there's, like, a meme of... A guy looking at his phone and his face is sort of jumping off his face and uh-huh. it says, When you see city slickers on farmersonly.com, <laughs> like what intarnation? Yeah, that's and a that good one. to me was like I was like, okay. Also, when was the last time you well, I'm gonna say rewatched, but it might might be a first watch for you what? City Slickers? No, I've never seen <laughs> that's not I rewatched oh I don't know what that is. It's a Billy Crystal movie. Oh, I've never seen it. But when Doug and I were in McMinnville, (laughs) he kept referring to us as city slickers in a southern accent. It's true. I will also say that, like, for Doug, Yeehaw has been a big thing because he sort of, like, um, adopted this, like, for anyone who knows him, they know he has, like, a lot of verbal tics. And so, for the last year, he's really, like, come into the age of brother. Yeah, he's leaning into brother. He kind of calls but everybody brother. Yeah. I don't love it. <laughs> he... I love it, Because <laughs> he calls me brother. Like, okay, that literally is on, on, like, um, like, we woke up on the first morning of our vacation. He opened his eyes and went, oh, it's my brother. And I was like, it's not your brother. Was it con- when your actual brother was in town? He kind of doesn't do that unless he feels very safe. Oh, okay. So it's, like, yeah. a compliment. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but he's really leaned into this, like, brother in a Hulk Hogan voice. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I do feel like that's part of, like, yeehaw making... There's almost this, like, weird, like, comical thing about, like, all stereo- all-American stereotypes. Yeah. And how much you don't fit into them. Absolutely. So, like, claiming yeah. those as your own. I mean, you just summed up Yeehaw very well. You think so? Yeah, I think that's absolutely it. Do you think that's why it's resonated so much? Yeah. Because a lot of people, I mean, especially with the social media and everyone, like, it, it being so easy to access having a voice, um, I think that's absolutely it. Hmm. I mean, I've never felt connected to being an American. Me neither. Or, yeah. like, cowboy culture. Actually, someone um, suggested that you and I go to a rodeo. Oh, I've actually been to a rodeo. You it's have? Fun. Yeah. I've never been. It's like, you know, um, yeah, so that was an, that was, oh, feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> uh, I used to be a Pilates teacher when I was, like, 22. Oh. Um, and this incredibly new. wealthy woman, like, her husband was definitely a VP at Nike. She had been a VP at Nike and then stopped and had kids. 
she hired me to do like teach her Pilates while she did this thing called Cycle Oregon, which mm-hmm. is where like a bunch of really wealthy people ride their bikes and then pay money to have like their camping stuff couriered from like site to site. Oh, it's horrible. Why would you? <sighs> These people have to ride up mountains each day is like eighty miles, and then they're like sleep on the ground and are fed like not great food. Are they and doing that's it they to spend... like prove to themselves that they're not rich? No, it's like genuinely a way people like to spend their time. It's like a good vacation for well, a lot of people. But and I'm that's yeah. what backpacking seems like to me. I'm sorry. Well, to... but that at least you're not surre- like Cycle Oregon's huge mm. for context. Like there are. A thousand or more people doing it. So, like, backpacking, at least you're alone. That's the appeal of backpacking. Gotcha. I thought it was, like, a small group. No, it's fucking huge. Like, it's huge. Anyway, she brought me with her, and they took me to the 100th anniversary of the Pendleton Roundup. What's that? Um, It's something we could go to in July if you want. (laughs) Um, Is it a rodeo? Yeah. (gasps) I mean, it's technically a roundup, because part of it is a rodeo. Do they give you, like, a cool Pendleton poncho? No. Oh. But I did get a Western shirt that I f- finally gave away. Damn, I shouldn't have. I didn't know. Why'd you do that? I, I didn't Why'd even. You do... Why'd you do I that? Know. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> anyway. You um... can get new ones. Yeah, that's true. They all we can get matching ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get a cowboy hat, though. I don't think I can. I mean, why can't you? Because I'm a city slicker. But we can bring Carrie with us, and then we have Texas cred. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, and that's what is so fucking weird about Texas. Like, even people that live there for a couple years and aren't from there, they dive into yeehaw culture. Really? Not the black and queer version of yeehaw culture right. we were discussing. Like, the straight up. Yeah, yeah. Just like, Texas forever. Like, Why? It's... Do you think it's because, like, if you don't do that? I think it's because, like, what the fuck else is there in Texas? I don't Sorry, know. I've never, I've never been to Texas. It's, there are pretty, it's, there I are pretty it's parts. Very but there's big. also, yeah, it's huge. There are very pretty parts, but there's also a lot of nothing. And mm. then it's like, well, you better grapple on to whatever piece of identity you can, because other than that, it's just flat and dusty yeah. and giant. There's a lot empty. of Texas pride. Yeah. Does Carrie have Texas pride? Not really. Okay. But, like, she's similar to me. She's like, well, I mean, yeah. She had more of an American upbringing than I ever did. Like, she was literally born on a military base. But yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Wait, I have to hear about your vacation. Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, We went parasailing, which was incredible. Uh, we also went ATVing. What's parasailing? <sighs> yeah, so parasailing. You don't even have to get wet. What? Yeah, you're not even in the water. They, they, The back of the boat is like a deck, and you just stand on it, and then your sail is connected to the boat, and they just let you up and then pull you back in. Wait, you're flying? Yeah, what? Yeah, dude. We were like 350 feet in the air. What? Next to each other. You connected have like a little to parachute? A, mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. And then the boat drives around and you just follow the boat while you're way the fuck up there. Oh my God. That sounds so cool. It's really cool. Was it your first time? Yeah. And it was, what was really cool about it is, uh, so her sisters got us ATVing and parasailing uh-huh. like, trips while we were there, which was really nice of them. Thanks, Nina and Krista. Anyway, uh, they... We, the place we stayed, we could see the parasailers, uh-huh. and we were like, fuck. That the people is screaming. so high up. No, it was like, too far away, you couldn't hear anything. And also, while you're up there, it's incredibly quiet. You can't hear, like, I could hear Carrie, obviously, because she was three feet away from me, yeah. but like, you can't hear the motor of any of the boats below you. Like, Did you scream as you went up? Uh, yeah, there were shrieks, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so while you, like, hold on. A little bit before you like sit all the way back, uh-huh. and the holding on is right by the little clips that are fully clipping you to the parachute. Yeah. So I was like, "Move your hands down, babe." <laughs> Don't clip. Yeah, and then I found out you could lean all the way back and like let your hands go. And so I reached out to try and hold Carrie's hand, and she was like, "Ah, put your hand back on, there. you're gonna <laughs> die." <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so I would was you say actually it was scary? no. I would totally do it again. It wasn't. What scary. did you sit on? What are you sitting? You're There's like a... in a harness. You're not sitting on anything. It's okay. like a harness holding you up. But the harness is like a seat. It's comfy. Yeah. How do you get down? They pull you back in. The The scarier part was you have to take a water taxi out to that boat. Uh-huh. And the boat was literally had people up in the parish, in the parasail, was driving these people, dragging them behind. And then the water taxi pulled up alongside it. So, like, both boats are going, like, 20... Yeah. I don't know. 20 miles an hour? That's not the nautical term for yeah. it. But they, they were going. And we had to jump 
across to oh the other boat. You had like a James Bond yeah, moment. Yeah, I know. It was pretty cool. Okay, so you have like all of these new experiences. Yeah, ATVing was like, um, I just sat on the back of it, but it was, was cool. Was that fun? It was fun. I was very glad I brought a sports bra, but it was not strong enough. So I was like, ooh. There's a lot of bouncing. Yeah. Oh, that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but it was, like, really pretty. It's pretty dope to be on this, like, empty beach. Who are you? You can't see were you sitting, were you sitting with Carrie? Or yeah, was Carrie was driving. I was in the back. Do you have to have, like, an ATV license? No. Oh. Yeah. Can I do it? Yeah. Without her driver's license? Yeah, I don't think they asked for our license oh. yet at all. I think they said they were gonna, but they didn't, so. Okay. It was just a tourist trap, but it was pretty cool. Like, a lot of it was, like, where we went was very much a tourist trap. Yeah. But, um, the actual place we stayed was incredible, but I just, so we stayed at a resort. It was our first time at a resort. Here are my feelings on resorts. I just want a lesbian resort. (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like there are gay resorts, but then, like, a gay pool party is just gonna be like dicks everywhere and like a queer pool party yeah that could be cool but then like really it's just an issue of like accessibility like you know like and i mean this from a financial point of view Mm -hmm. like the people that like queer people are at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. in the world to make money full stop yeah and so like of course they're not like there aren't going to be as many resorts that cater to them because like of the economic right things that hold them back and we were really lucky to be able to go on this vacation, but it also sucked to then, like, have to make small talk with, like, people from North Carolina who, like, definitely, like, didn't have feel never cool. Met, like, have lesbians. never met, lesbians, yeah. There was one other lesbian couple there. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Like, what? Did you feel other. uncomfortable? I didn't, but I think Carrie might have a couple okay. times. I, but, yeah, that's just my own thing. Because I've also never had to grow up gay in the south mm-hmm. you know i grew up in portland yeah it's chill no yeah. one cares i mean you know people care but like not it's way more acceptable here never really been an issue like i've never felt like oh i can't hold your hand but like mm-hmm. when we go to like we went to big bend national park in texas which is like um kind of near el paso it was okay. still a couple hours away from el paso but that's just how fucking big texas is yeah um but anyway we went there and it was definitely like I felt like I couldn't touch her. Aww. Like, it's it's weird. Yeah. Fuck. Um, that sucks. It does suck. But that's another reason why we need yeehaw culture. We're yeah. fucking reclaiming it. Yeah. I want to go back to Big Bend <laughs> and be like, I'm making out with a lady. What you gonna do about I it? I know. I, yeah. I mean, it's like, this vacation was like a honeymoon for you guys yeah. in a way, right? Because yeah. you didn't get to go on one. And yeah. it's like, you just want to fucking feel comfortable oh yeah and we did for the most part like everyone that like all the staff was totally cool no one gave a shit that we were lesbians um it was only like other people that you know like you know i own a roofing company in fucking tennessee yeah those were the people that made us feel weird but then we also met really nice people from like seattle and like you know they're like yeah overall much less weird than weird yeah (laughs) are you sad you didn't go on the pirate ship no. We saw, oh my god. So, pretty much every day we weren't doing something like parasailing or ATVing. We just chilled by the ocean because there was, like, an adults-only pool, which meant not screaming children. Yeah. And then these, like, cabanas. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then these cabanas where they would, like, bring you food and drinks if you wanted them. And then you could just look at the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so it was beautiful. But then every once in a while we'd see party cruises go by. And oh, I would just be like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm not on that. <laughs> like, so glad I'm not was on that. Was it a lot of, like, screaming? So much. Yeah, like, people getting buck. So I just want to leave our listeners with my final story yes, from please. Cabo. Go for it. We met this amazing woman named Ginger. She thought she was on Real Housewives of Orlando. I don't think they have one of those, but if they do, they (laughs) They should should. really look into getting her to lead the cast because she was awesome. So she comes over. She asks Carrie and I briefly why we're there. And I was like, oh, this is my wife. We're celebrating that she graduated from code school. And she comes over and she's like, oh, my God, my daughter is also lesbian. She just got married and, like, showed us her daughter's wedding videos, like, gets into it and then starts telling us like i left the church like i realized i was wrong and all this stuff and it was like beautiful and like very emotional i cried it was really sweet and then she's like okay well i'll leave you guys you go you have a great rest of your vacation and she goes off and then we hear like shrieking and screaming from the pool and you can tell someone had like dropped a tray of shit (laughs) and they come back and we find out that this group of women uh 
who are all in their like mid sixties took their tops off because they wanted a free shot. I will mention we were at an all inclusive resort. <laughs> they did not need to pay for that shot. So you can, nor should they have been taking off their clothes. This was definitely a family friendly place. <laughs> and so all these women in their mid sixties, just like, woo, boobies out. Was Ginger one of them? G- yeah. Ginger led the charge. Oh God. And so then someone she needs like, her own show. That's what I'm saying. So then someone that was like serving dropped their tray of drinks. Cause they turned around and they're like, ah, lady boobies. Love the old titties. Yeah. And then also someone, a photographer in air quotes was like, Oh, I'm a photographer. I can take your photo. I love natural breasts. Yes! Took their picture. And then like the photographer's significant other, I'm not going to say wife, but I'm presuming wife like came and grabbed him and like tut tutted him <laughs> as they walked away. And so that was our last day. And it really just kind of summed up the trip. Oh, that's so many. Like, yeah, it was a lot. It was a roller coaster. I love how how open Ginger is. Ginger was great. I hope Ginger's doing great. You know what? This podcast is for Ginger. Yeah, this one's for Ginger. We love you, Ginge. Ginger Spice. <laughs> um, that's amazing. I love that. Okay. Um, thank you for tuning in. We love y'all. We'll we love be back y'all. soon. We, we'll be back soon, hopefully from Red Lobster. This is my pitch to Deirdre. <gasps> yes. Uh, <laughs> I had proposals before. Um, but, like, subscribe. Please review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, whatever you get your podcast, and um, okay, love you, bye, bye. <laughs>